And welcome back, guys, to Live in HD. I'm Tyler. I'm Hilario. I'm David. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad. Excuse the raspy voice. Uh, it's been a long week. It, it has been a long week, man. I'm ready for the weekend to kick in. Shout out to everybody listening. We appreciate you guys' support and uh, exciting news. We are now listed on Apple Podcast. So anybody with an iPhone, we are on your native app. You don't have an excuse anymore. No excuses. We're also on YouTube, so check us out. The YouTube channel is actually called um, Unruly Culture, and uh, the link you c- can be found on our podcast. If you're listening to this, just go to the description, and you can find our YouTube. You can find our Instagram. You can find our Twitter. Basically, we have everything now, so there's no excuses. Any social media platform, we are on there. We told you we were going to do it. We finally did it. We're getting around to it. I mean, this is a, a growing learning process, but I think we're doing pretty good. I mean, for not knowing what we're doing. It's a passion project, right? Learning oh, as we fun. go. We've gotten some pretty good feedback. We got some listeners that we didn't expect were going to be there, but hey, everybody's welcome. Anybody and everybody. That's right. Everybody. I have to watch what I say now. No, you don't. You should be watching what you say regardless david this is just this is going out to the world you cannot be talking about anything that is going to incriminate you wink wink hint to everybody listening i don't condone illicit activities i also don't partake in illicit activities i don't have any idea what they're talking about but you support it Uh, but i support it that's right i don't condone i support old jokes guys we do not support anything any illicit activity Unless it's fun. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do it. <laughs> Especially if it's fun. Especially if it's fun. I mean, everything in life that's fun is either illegal, fattening, dangerous, or immoral, right? If it's fun, there's probably something wrong with it. Not if you find fun things in everything you do. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, yeah. By the way, Hilaria, we do have the uh, YouTube, the Twitter, and the Instagram locked down for the gaming side of the channel that we promised that me and Jake are going to head. Um, we already have a couple of videos recorded for it. Those are going to be called Game Time. Uh, it's going to be the playlist right next to the podcast on Unruly Culture, the YouTube channel. Um, we have multiple videos recorded. Uh, the first one will be put out hopefully by the time this podcast goes up. Yeah, I will try to get this done as soon as possible. Uh, I mean, usually my turnaround is pretty quick. So to our listeners, uh, now that you have a way to communicate with us, let us know when you would like to see it, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And we'll try to make it uh, to where it comes out or is up and available for you guys by that date. Yeah, you should be able to expect at least one podcast a week, I would hope. At least. We're definitely going to be a weekly podcast. And sometimes we might even get crazy and do a couple, you know. We might have have, a weekend where we bang out a few. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. As you guys might have noticed from the other podcasts, we can go on for, I think the last one was an hour and 15 minutes. We're going to try to keep it a little bit shorter as well. Not to mention Tyler's got to work early tomorrow, so we're going to cut this around 45 minutes today. The overtime life. The the overtime life. If you guys do check out the uh, gaming side of it, please leave any comments on any games that you guys have that you want us to play, any suggestions like that. We will play anything and everything. We want to make this as enjoyable as we can for you guys. For everybody. Yeah, this is going to be a great channel to go subscribe to. Like you were saying, there's going to be gaming. The podcasts are also on the YouTube channel. Just the listening, I don't know. 
we'll eventually probably get a camera in here and start recording so we can uh, upload it to the YouTube channel as well and be a little bit more entertaining. And uh, we're also going to be going out in the town a couple times and just make a couple videos, you know, just re every regular everyday life videos. Um, be doing some vlogging. Vlogging. There you go. You'll get to see us in our natural habitat. We'll try to make it a little bit interesting. You won't be like, hey guys, I got up today and had cereal. And What kind of cereal? Well, <laughs> funny you should ask, man. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but you were talking about the uh, Spartan run we were talking about. Yeah, absolutely. We're thinking about making a team for the Cincinnati Spartan run. The Spartan race is a sprint, so it's a two and a half to three mile race. And uh, it's going to be July 20th, I believe. So if we decide to do it, um, we have now about five months to get ready for it. And uh, to anybody listening, if you would like to join us, be part of our team, uh, let us know. And we'll go ahead and publish the team and see how big we can make it. Get the whole squad together. Yeah. Do you guys know what the Spartan Run is about at mm -hmm. all? Uh, not really. Yeah. So I've only done it once. In Tennessee, we drove all the way down to Tennessee, and it was in a military base. But uh, the whole day before we got there, it was raining, and the first 15 minutes of the race was raining. So we're literally running in mud, like almost knee-high. A couple wow. of people were losing their shoes. The mud made it a lot harder than it had to be. and uh, But it was extremely fun. I loved it, except I did it with, I was one out of six. And I was the uh, one that was the least in shape. So <laughs> Round is a shape. Huh? Round is a shape. I was a good 30 pounds lighter when we did it. I mean, it was also like two years ago. Oh. But uh, it was definitely tough at the end. If you guys ever looked that up, look up a video on YouTube. And the tasks really are not that hard. It's just when fatigue sets in and you've been out there running or rather jogging and jumping over head, uh Bales of hay and going over walls, throwing spears, pulling gravel, carrying a sandbag on your shoulder and running up and down stairs. It gets to you a little bit. Now, speaking of doing the vlogs and the Spartan and everything, um, you were talking about starting up a vlog for kind of a workout videos too, weren't you, David, in the future? Yeah, a little bit. It could be an idea because we spend a lot of time, obviously, in the gym. Um, not obvious to anybody who can't see us, but we do spend a bunch of time in the gym, and we wouldn't mind getting something together. Um, maybe, I, I don't know how serious I'd want to take that. Like, we could go, I feel a couple of different directions with that. We could go, like, very serious, or we could take more of the Damazetti route and just make it a huge joke out of it. Not that we won't do it. Um, it'd be fun either way, but, you know... Like, mix of the two. Yeah, we're not professionals. We don't claim to be, but we do know what we're doing. It's not like we're walking in there and just mindlessly doing stuff with weight. So, Well, here's a crazy idea. We do have an Instagram, and that's all about pictures. We'll definitely post pictures when we go out to Spartan races and beer runs down in Cincinnati or whatever we do. But that could be a segment on the Instagram. You know, just do a couple quick instructional videos five second videos so like all right this is us working out of the gym or whatever you know oh, absolutely this is how you curl not not making it a hundred percent of fitness uh instagram channel or is it a channel account rather but just a little bit of everything 
I think it would be nice. And and I feel like that's what the uh, whole ch- YouTube channel and all of our pages will be. It's a little bit of everything. We're not sticking to one topic. We're not stipping, sticking to one kind of platform to do it on either. Right. It's going to be a little bit of everything for everyone. So there should be something for everybody to get a kick out of. Yeah, we want to keep it, like David said, we want to keep it fresh. We want to keep it interesting. Uh, so we'll give you guys a little bit of everything. And then if eventually... Um, we get big enough to where more people want to see more gaming. Like uh, Tyler said, there's a whole new channel that is going to be mainly just gaming eventually. But as of now, everything's going to live under the umbrella of uh, unruly culture. Come so on. go subscribe. We already have a couple subscribers. Shout out to whoever you are. <laughs> we appreciate it. All four of them. <laughs> All four of them. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere, David. You've got to support your own content. <laughs> now, speaking of um, doing the gym workouts and everything, we did talk a little bit about last week about how we were going to talk about the weight loss journey that you and I have both been on. Ah, uh, yes. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? Tell your story. I can tell my story. We can kind of compare the two, the two different routes we took to get to the same place. Where do we want to start with that? The very beginning? Let's start at the very beginning for you. Let's hear it, David. Oh, good Lord, have mercy. All right. Let me get on my soapbox real quick. Preach. So, back in November of 17, I was about to say last year, but that's two years ago now. Um, November 17, I clocked in at 3.05, and we were going to Vegas next month to celebrate my 21st birthday. I'm 22 for anybody who cares. Um, and... I wanted to lose a little bit of weight for Vegas. You know, I didn't really know how much I wanted to lose, but I knew I wanted to drop a couple pounds, which I ended up losing a little bit because me and Hilaria started going to the gym. Um, I probably never would have succeeded without Hilaria's help. So. But we actually, when you and I started going to the gym, it was after Vegas. Was correct? it? Yeah. Okay, so I started going to the gym after Vegas. We literally started going, I think, two days after we got back from Vegas because we slept the whole next day after Vegas, and then the next day we went and signed up for the gym. Okay. Well, this I was, was already I already started signed up. You came over. But yeah, that was when we started going together. Yeah, this was a while ago. I started eating healthier the month before, and my pants fit a little bit looser, but looking back at pictures of me from back then, it's a little horrific to see how big I was and how different I look now. But so after that, after we um, started going to the gym which I guess would have been like December 13th or something like that. Um, and I started actually tracking my weight loss and everything. Um, I would always, we would always weigh in on Fridays. Um, and every week, you know, it was kind of a competition to keep things friendly. Um, in the first month, I ended up dropping 22 pounds, which was usually about where I stopped. I'd usually get down, whenever I actually got serious about losing weight, I may, I'd maybe get down to like 280, 270. And then kind of fall off because I'd be happy where I was. You know, maybe I lost like two inches off my waist and I'd be like, oh, this is good. All my stuff fits better. And then fall off and go right back to where I was. So this was the first time I ever actually went past that. And month two, I think I only lost 11 pounds. I say only. 11 pounds is a lot to me now. Versus back then, it didn't feel like much. So after two months, I dropped 33 pounds. And after the third month, I dropped another 19. So I was down 50, 52 pounds after three months, which was done very unhealthily because I was eating about 700 calories a day, which was awful. Binge eating all the time. 
Um, I say all the time, maybe like once or twice a week. And I mean, I was so big that I could get away with it to some degree. I can't anymore. I can't lose weight if I'm always binging and drinking and everything, which I still like to do, but everything in moderation. I mean, back then I was probably maybe drinking once a week and maybe I would always have cheat meals and then they turn into cheat days. But once I started learning about how I was actually supposed to eat, I bumped up my calorie intake to, I think about 1400. And funny enough, I kept losing about 10 pounds consistently every month until I dropped down to about 200 pounds. And then I'd lose like maybe four or five in a month. And at my lowest, I got down to 191. I haven't stepped on a scale in a little while. Um, I'm currently in the middle of a cut. I'm a little bit thinner than I was about a month ago when I started this because, again, we're going to Vegas here in another month. So, three weeks. Three weeks. I'm, to anybody who cares, I, I am checked. trying to get as slim as possible. Shout out to anybody in Vegas. If anybody wants to meet up, hit us up. If you live in Vegas, by all means, come check us out. We're going to be at Hakkasan um, and Bali's, like I think we mentioned on a previous podcast. So, that's kind of the. Uh, that's that's how everything started. That's where we're at right now. Um, that's the rough draft without getting too into detail about it. Maybe we'll go into more detail a little later, but that's the short suite. So hearing that, you focused a lot more on the eating side of it. Oh, yeah. very much. See, that's where our paths kind of differed. Um, when I was at my highest, I, went, I just graduated high school, maybe a couple months after. Um, I was up to about 395 the last time I stepped on a scale. And that's because I was a football player, lineman all my life, trying to get as big as you can, creatine, protein every single day. But it wasn't healthy. I mean, it was big D1 lineman, but it just doesn't work out in the real world. And just one day it just clicked that something needed to change. I never changed my eating habits. That's one thing I never did. Real quick, when when did you have that realization? Like, when... Right after high school, you said? Um, it was more due to a bad breakup. Um, oh, okay. It was a bad breakup. A lot of stuff happened, and it just kind of clicked in my head that I want to change. Mm. I want to change how I am. Um, after that, I would go. I used to be a tire technician, and I'd work from 7 a.m. to 3.30, uh, Monday through Friday, and sometimes Saturday. Um, every day, I'd go to the gym before work for about an hour and a half, two hours, mostly cardio. And then afterwards, i go to the gym for about two to three hours and just heavy lift every single day no matter what so you were doing two a days two a days oh there you go um but i never changed my eating habits never counted calories never really watched what i ate but i found that i wanted to eat less and less just naturally from just burning it out at the gym um i lost the most amount of weight probably after my six month mark um for this first six months from doing the heavy lifting with the weight loss i really only lost maybe about 20 pounds maybe 30 pounds around there um, because i was building the muscle while i was losing the fat and a pound of muscle is about the size of a bottle cap and a pound of fat is about the size of a baseball so when you compare the two um you will be looking smaller you'll be trimming the fat down but you really won't see a difference on this scale because of the comparison of the two pounds um, but really after the six month mark, that's when it all started dropping off. I started focusing a lot more on cardiovascular all while keeping up with the weights. It took me about a, I want to say a 10 to 12 months to hit the 100 pound mark that I lost. 
at my lowest since high school, I dropped down to about 274, I think was the lowest that I saw on the scale. And then after that, I wanted to bulk back up, get a lot of the muscle back. Went up to about 325, 330-ish. Went down on another small cut. Um, got down to about about 300 again. And um, now I'm kind of in the middle. Don't know if I want to keep bulking up again or if I want to go back down and cut again. But it's two very different paths that we took. And they get the same results, though. You lost over 100. I lost over 100. But it's it really what works better for you. Because years before that, I always tried to diet, tried to count the calories. Never worked for me at all, no matter what I did. The only thing that worked for me was going to the gym and busting your ass four hours a day. You can split it up, but you have to do it. I think it's also important to note that what we're going for are two completely different things, too. Like, oh, absolutely. I want that more chiseled physique, you know, like that 10% body fat, all that stuff. And in order to get that, you have to sacrifice a lot of muscle gain and everything. So you, it's hard to be big and also be extremely lean, which I'm not saying I'm ever going to get to 10% body fat. That's a huge commitment. And I don't think I have that in me, per se. I'm I'm not content where I am, but at the same time, I know it's I'm at a much healthier point in my life. So, whereas you, Tyler, I'm, I think we've talked about it before. You're more interested in being a power lifter and just oh, yeah, dude, building as much muscle as possible. Just trying to brute strength. Um, don't care about the chiseled stomach, chiseled abs, nothing like that. I want to be as strong and healthy as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. You have to eat a lot more to do that. Oh yeah, I mean you. Again, I don't count calories, but it, you usually want to do double intake on calories because you are exerting so much force and so much energy trying to lift the heavy weight that you do have to replenish your body. Not to mention um, your macros and everything is very important too. I eat a lot of protein and everybody seems to think carbs are the natural enemy of the bodybuilder and everything. Carbs are not the enemy. You need carbs to work out, especially if you work out. You should not be avoiding carbs. You should need to just pay attention to the carbs you're eating. Eating a bunch of fried foods is a terrible way to get your carbs in for the day. But if you eat good carbs, you know, rice, um, potatoes, whether they be white or sweet, um, even like whole wheat bread, that's not bad for you. Now, if you're going out like I did tonight and eating a bunch of French fries and a sub from Penn Station. Shout out. Like, shout out shout to Penn, out Penn Station. Penn. I love Penn Station. It was totally worth clogging my arteries. Um but yeah, once you do the research and everything, it makes it a lot easier. And if you eat the right stuff, I feel it can help with the hunger because I do have a binge eating disorder from time to time. But ever since I paid attention to what I was eating and really focused in on making sure I got enough calories in, because now I'm eating up to about 2,000 a day, the regular intake, but I eat like 200 grams of protein a day, give or take. I eat a lot of protein. And then the carbs and fats are not necessarily lower because you need more carbs and protein, but in order to gain muscle mass and lose fat at the same time, you have to eat a lot of protein. I'd also like to nix the um, superstition that you can't cut can't can't cut fat and gain muscle at the same time. You absolutely can. 100% can. 100% can. Uh, the idea that you can is bullshit. Um, you can't do it as fast. If you try to just cut weight, you'll do it a lot faster. If you try to just gain muscle, you'll do it a lot faster. But you can do both of them at the same time. Which is what I did. I mean, I've been going to the gym consistently for about 15, 16 months now, give or take. And I've got some decent muscle definition. I'm not jacked by any stretch of the imagination, but my shoulders are rounded, my arms are big, you know, I can't see my abs. 
because I've still got a decent amount of fat left on my stomach, and my love handles are a bitch and a half. But oh, that's a that's a thing that most people struggle with, and even people that are ripped still sometimes have the so-called love handles. Uh, for example, me, I'm at the worst point that I've ever been heavy, like uh, weight wise. But I went through something like you guys. But for me, it was in high school. I actually didn't make the soccer team freshman year because I was too fat. I just couldn't keep up with everybody running. Uh, I mean, soccer is all running. That's all you do. So while all my friends went out and got to make the freshman soccer team, I I didn't. And that was a big wake-up call for me back then. And that's when I joined the basketball team conditioning. Basketball wasn't wasn't uh wasn't season for basketball for another like five months but they were training year round so i just uh started going to their workouts ton of running everything i lost a good let's say i was like back in the day when i was really fat i was like 156 no 175 and i dropped down to like 156 and then 145 that was my leanest, and I was ripped. I, I have never liked jogging. I used to love it. I used to have to do it because I had so much energy at the end of the night. If I didn't, I couldn't sleep. And uh, it was just a much better lifestyle. Like David was saying, you just feel a lot healthier. Everything fits better. But I got to say, even when I was at my leanest, when I had like abs and everything, I still couldn't get rid of the love handles. And mainly because my eating habits were terrible. Uh, I could afford the calories, so I didn't care at all what I ate. So I would just anything I wanted, I would eat, and it didn't affect me at all. I, I didn't get, I didn't get uh, chiseled, but I mean I was still pretty lean, and I think that's what uh, my downfall was. And that's a lot of people too that have issues with eating, that uh, I kept eating the same way I was, uh, when I was doing you know three four hours of cardio a day, and uh, now I'm not doing nearly as much as that. So you guys are pretty far along on your weight loss. And I think I'm, I mean, I have been going to the gym more frequently and everything. I'm down like three pounds from last week. So nothing crazy, but definitely starting a path. So anybody listening that wants to lose a couple pounds, come do it with me. Ask these guys questions. Uh, For example, for myself, what was the hardest thing about like starting your guys's journey to weight loss the hardest part of starting is 100 percent starting just starting that's the hardest thing to do is to get in your mindset that no matter what you're working out today that's why i made sure i went before and after work it didn't matter if i was sick didn't matter if i was tired if i had plans you work around it if you put in your head that there is no excuse nothing can happen today that will stop me from going to the gym that's the biggest thing go in there and do something if you have no idea what you're doing Go try. Don't don't put on crazy weight and hurt yourself. But getting there, just moving around, being active, you will learn along the way what works for you. But you just have to start. Once you start, you'll fall in love with it. Most people do, I think. Um, you can start in the kitchen, too. They do say abs are made in the kitchen, and I fully subscribe to that statement because, again, getting abs is hard. You have to have a low body fat. So even if you just start off slow, like cutting out um, pop and all that kind of stuff, because that was one of the first things I did with my diet. I mean, I, I kind of took it completely insane. I jumped zero to a hundred as quick as I possibly could, because I knew if I didn't hit it hard at first, I wouldn't stick with it. And then after like four months, you just naturally kind of stick with it. Not to mention the whole time I had a whole group of friends helping me lose weight. 
Um, one of my friends lost over a hundred pounds with me. Um, and not Tyler, by the way. Um, yeah, I'm not his friend. Back when I, well, back when I started this, we weren't talking. Yeah. <laughs> we, Tyler came back into the picture about five months ago, give or take. Yeah. yeah and it's easier to fall off because I started with David. This is what we're, uh, when we started going to the gym together, we went for about three, four months every day, nonstop. I think we had Sundays off and one day throughout the week off. But besides that, we were going every day. And uh, what did it for me, I started traveling on the weekends. And for me, you know, when I was out out of town, I was like, oh, you know what? This is uh, my off weekend. And then an off weekend again, an off weekend again. I just fell off the routine. So for anybody that fell off, you know, it happens uh, to uh, most of us, I would say. But like me, like I said, I'm been getting up back to it slowly and just like david said making little changes here and there trying to go for the grilled chicken if you're if you must eat out try to go for the healthier choice uh instead of getting a large get a small instead of getting a small get a value just try to cut out as much as you can and another tip that i would give to people like david said cut out soda cut out drinks instead of drinking your calories you should try to eat it and then if you can at all, just drink water. I mean, just drop anything else, just water. I've been doing black coffee, but... I love black coffee. I do, too. I used to hate it, but that's a, one of those acquired tastes, and now, yeah, I like it. I mean, but I used to one just hate it. One funny thing about weight loss is if you're trying to lose weight and you go the more dietary route and you don't eat a bunch of sugar and salt, sweet things and salty things begin tasting immediately different like if you go out and you get like a french fry from mcdonald's or wendy's or something you will notice the salt because you're not used to as much salt as they're putting on there if you go out and eat a donut you will notice the sugar in it because you consume as much sugar in a single donut maybe in two days like if you really pay attention to everything it's ridiculous well i do gotta say that to get to that point because i know exactly what you're talking about to where you're able to taste everything and I was at that point uh, when we were working out together, and even a burger would not taste good. It just it had this nasty taste aftertaste that it was just not good. And uh, I was shocked because I used to that's all I used to eat for a while, you know. And you don't you're gonna taste that stuff for somebody that eats it a couple times a week or or regularly. You're gonna taste that at all until you drop it and stop eating it for like David said maybe a couple of weeks to a month. And then you go out and get a couple of fries and, oh, my God, you're like, I cannot even eat this without a whole glass of water. I'm really consuming this right now. I'm really clogging my arteries for this. Yeah, and something that you mentioned about the water, that's one thing that I did do, too. Um, every single day, I would have at least one gallon of water. I'd have a gallon jug. I'd buy, I'd buy one every Sunday. And Sunday through Sunday, every day I'd make sure I'd drink it, fill it back up, put it in the fridge the night before. One gallon of water a day will help you. It will help with hunger, and it will get all the water that your body needs. And it flushes out salt. Yeah, it does. Salt's not bad. You just have to be careful about how much you take in. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you remember when we were going to the gym, David, uh, you used to hate salt. And I used to be like, well, you need salt. And for me personally, that's the one thing I crave. Like when uh, I'm eating really clean, when I'm going to the gym and drinking a ton of water, I just crave just in thought basically like salty fries and then like david said go out and try it when you've been eating clean and oh my god it'll shock your system 
but I always crave salty things. I, out of anything else, that's what does it for me. Because once you eat something salty, you get uh, very thirsty, or you want like something sweet, and then you just go downhill. For me, anyways, that's usually what does it. Food starts. Food starts to taste so much better when you eat clean for any length of time. And, you know, there's there's cleaner options out there. You know, instead of maybe Wendy's, you can go to Chipotle. Chipotle, you can eat fairly clean. It's got a lot of salt in it, and there's butter in the rice. But, I mean, other than that, if you get, like, a salad from Chipotle instead of rice, put all the other stuff on there, it tastes really good still. It's not like it's terrible for you. you there are still healthy options out there, as long as you avoid the sour cream and cheese and everything. You can eat very healthy at Chipotle. So... I just think the hardest part is starting. That's why I asked the question, um, mainly on the tips. Because somebody that wants to do it, like, you crave it. I mean, I've been there, too, to where, like, I wake up and I'm, my like, my stomach is hurting because I feel like I need to put something in it. And, like, uh, intermittent fasting is great. But uh, definitely, it's just, uh, you got to build up to it. Um, but the water thing, it's something... A big focus because I usually forget to drink water sometimes I'll just feel off and I'll I'll eat something and I still I'm not satisfied I'll go and have a soda something bubbly and I'm still not satisfied and I'm thinking like what the heck's going on I'm like oh well I haven't drank water since like yesterday so I go out and get a good you know a couple glasses of water and then guess what feel great the hunger goes away the third thirst goes away so I think water is the most underrated thing for weight loss absolutely funny thing is you need water more than food and i forget the statistic i believe it's 60 percent of the time if you just drink a glass of water if you're feeling really hungry or if you really want to binge drink a glass of water and give it like 10 minutes and just see how you feel after that yeah i've heard that before to where your body you feel like you're hungry but really you're just thirsty Mm -hmm. so yeah i think maybe so anybody listening that wants to lose an extra couple pounds, getting ready for the summer, uh, try doing that. Try switching all the drinks out for water or making a point to drink water in the morning, a little bit of water before you go to bed and a lot of water throughout the day and see if that does anything for you in a couple of weeks and let us know. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be, I'm, I've started my new weight loss journey. Hopefully, you know, I can keep up with it more, which I really want to. And I got these guys here to help me. So... Uh, we're doing this together. Anybody listening? Uh, let's make it a little bit of a competition. Oh, we're all doing it together. Once Absolutely. you st- the problem is once you start, you don't stop. And a uh, well, you shouldn't stop. I mean, you should just eat healthy, keep exercising, whatever. But make it a lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. It's a lifestyle. If you think crack is addictive, try results. <laughs> try gains. And a, a little tip that we were talking about. Um, you said you just quit cold turkey on pop when you first started doing it. I quit cold turkey on everything when I started doing it. Specifically pop, um, a good way that I tried to uh, kind of wean myself off of it a little bit is you pick one or the other. You can either pick, okay, I can either have pop at the house and whenever I do go out to eat, I'll get water. Or at the house, all I can have is water and when I do go out to eat, I can get a pop. So that way it's not cold turkey, it's not like taboo, like, oh, I can never have a pop. It's... A lot easier if you make that conscious choice. Okay, I'm at the house. I have to have water. And like, oh, I'm going out to eat this weekend. I'll have a pop then. It, it makes it a lot easier on yourself. It's way harder to quit cold turkey. I mean, you'll see the results way quicker, but it's, I mean, for it's very long hard for term. most people. Yeah. 
It's not easy. I mean, I always joke with people, too, because people ask me all the time. I work in the public eye, so people see me all the time, and a lot of people comment on my weight. And people would always ask me, like, oh, did you stop drinking soda? Because I think that's everybody's favorite thing to say. And I always tell people, half-jokingly, if it's not water, it's alcoholic, which is a joke, but at the same time, there's a lot of truth to that. Generally speaking, unless I'm drinking booze, I am drinking water. Like, even tonight, when I went and had Penn Station, I had a glass of water with it because it's what I like. At this point, I rarely drink soda. I'll maybe drink a pop every two months. Water tastes good, man. Once you get used to it, you enjoy water. Water is good. It feel it makes you feel good. I mean, mm. one of the worst things about cheat meals is it makes you feel like shit. Like just it does. You do not feel good. You feel good for like five minutes, and then after it's like, man, why did I do that? The guilt. Yeah, it's a guilt. You're guilt tripping yourself. <laughs> when you start caring about all this stuff, it kind of starts to suck. Which, but then again. Eating clean for a week will make you feel great. You just feel accomplished and everything. The way you can look at it is if you kind of look at eating, how going to the gym. Like if you don't ever go to the gym and you go to the gym one day, you're not going to see any results. Think about it like that eating too. If you eat clean every day and then you have one bad day every now and then, you're not going to see the unresults. You're not going to blow up immediately from that. Just as long as you keep it consistent i had like a two-month span where i wasn't really paying attention to what i was eating not entirely i mean i still but i was eating out maybe once every two days or something like that like it was pretty frequent and i put on like 10 15 pounds i was still going to the gym all this time but again at the weight i'm at i got this low because i ate pretty clean and then i started eating like crap again just kind of throwing caution to the wind and all my pants started fitting tighter and now that i'm cutting again we're gonna call that my accidental winter bulk um, now that I'm cutting again, my, all, everything's kind of back to where I was. I'd like to think I'm under 200 pounds again. Um, have so you weighed yourself? Are I you? have not weighed myself in a hot second, but I know I'm lower because my pants fit looser mm. and, and everything kind of works and I eat a lot of protein. So my muscles haven't shrunk at all. Actually, I th- think I've gotten a little bit bigger recently. So I'm not complaining about that. Yeah. That's what's up. Oh yeah. Everybody starts taking notice. The bartender at the Rose, like, what up, muscles? <laughs> or is that that dude that was playing with your beard? Whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What are you guys doing on the weekends? What the hell? Uh, man's got to eat. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> yeah, so I have more rant- questions that I have answers. Uh, so do we. <laughs> we're just in, we were at Yellow Rose. Please sponsor us. Um, Please. We were just in line to get a drink. Dude turns around. And uh, puts his, yeah, hammered, puts his hands up to my beard, and my I immediately buck up a little bit, like, okay, what you gonna grab it? We wanna go, and he just starts stroking it, and he's like, you have an amazing beard, and I'm just like shell shock, like I don't know what to do. Do I hit him? Do I say thank you? I just kind of stood there. And I'm like, thanks, man, and he just turned around. I'm like. That's one of the weirdest things I've had in me in line to get a beer. Yeah, yeah. he turned to me and he's like, what up, muscles, or something like that. Yeah, so he, was, he, he was really drunk, so. Yeah, but uh, general tip, if you're hammered at a bar, don't go up to a bigger guy and start stroking his yeah, beard. I mean, or any guy. I feel like that's uh, personal pace, big time. Yeah, I mean, if I would have been any more inebriated, it could have went pretty south. What if it was a girl? Uh, I am in a happy relationship, David, so I would please ask her to do not touch me. I have a beautiful girlfriend. Okay, that's fair. But That's a rule of thumb. When you go out drinking or anywhere, really, just keep your hands to yourself. I personally 
personally don't like to be touched whatsoever. Like somebody can come up to me and put their hand in my back and I just, I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I just shake it off and like, no offense, I just don't like to be touched. Honestly, you can be a girl, you can be a guy, like, t don't touch me. I'm sorry. Unless we're in a, like as Sadler said, in a committed relationship, mm -hmm. I probably don't want you touching me. So, yeah, I feel like it's a pretty good, good rule of thumb for anybody out there listening. Just don't go touching strangers. strangers or do. Things. See what happens. Yeah. Live dangerously. Who are we to tell you what to do? Live on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what, how it goes. Go up to the biggest dude in the bar. Start stroking his beard. You have such a majestic beard. <laughs> I had some guy in Cincinnati. He, looking back, he was just trying to be friendly. I used to go to the University of Cincinnati. Shout out. Um, sponsors. Sponsors. But uh, I, used, I was studying, uh, I was on my computer, and I was getting some lunch, and I, I was in a hall, but uh, this guy comes by and uh, basically puts his hand on my shoulder and then takes it all across my back and puts it on my older sh other shoulder, and he was just walking by and he basically tried to say hi, but honestly, maybe he was doing it from a good place, just trying to be friendly or whatever. But I literally just turned around and be like, dude, do not touch me ever again. And like, again, he was trying to be friendly, but I was pissed. I'm not even kidding. I turned around and I was just glaring at this guy. Well, personal space. Yeah. And I mean, what the heck kind of thing? You know, if he was a girl, I would have said the same, please don't, don't touch me, whatever. But just because he was a guy, I was like, dude, what the hell? Like, who does that? Just like, if I don't have a beard, but if somebody comes up and stroking my beard, I mean, like, stroking hey, your chin. <laughs> Get your filthy hands off my face, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's that'd going be on? much. See, I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, I do that as a joke to people. and Oh, I get mad. Then I get swung on by Hilario. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> I used to do that shit all the time at Wendy's. To the customers? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the... <laughs> just threw the dryer through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Enjoy Here's your, your food. <laughs> Stroke their beard real quick. Trying to get them tips. Oh, dude, the Wendy's days were fun. I was just thinking about that. Sponsor us, Wendy's. Sponsor us. Shout out. Shout out to everybody who uh, worked with us at Wendy's and remembers me and Hilario. At Wendy's. There's literally nobody there left. There was maybe one or two people. I mean, I mean, the old people used to work with. Oh, yeah. Like Shout everybody. out. No, there, there was a couple times us. where somebody tried to give me a tip, and I turned it down at Wendy's. And I'm looking back into it, I'm like, well, I should have just taken it. You know? Yeah, me too. It's well, a big deal. Why would you turn it down? It wasn't uh, his policy. Yeah, well, you didn't. You weren't supposed to have cash as a worker. You weren't supposed to have cash on you, really, because if you're working a register or whatever, and money went missing, and then you know, like, oh, this is my cash. I didn't take it. Like, it would just create problems. So as a policy, it wasn't a rule, but like a policy, It'd be like, hey, put your belongings in your car. Try not to bring cash, loose cash, or have it on you because it just looks sketchy. Yeah. And there was a couple times where a guy was like, hey, here, have a couple dollars or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. We're not allowed to take it. And, I mean, that was kind of a lie. I just didn't want to, I guess, eventually get in trouble. But... I'm filthy rich. I don't need your tips, peasant. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking back. I was like, why did I do that? I should have just <laughs> taken that money. I mean. Were you there that day that clown came in and gave everybody two bucks? A legitimate uh, clown? A legitimate clown. Like, he was dressed like a rodeo clown or something. Hmm. This is a true story. Some, was some funny stuff happened at Wendy's. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, what do you do when a clown comes in and orders? I mean, yeah. we all thought he was going to the strip club or something. This dude was loaded. Gave everybody two bucks. 
And it's and I was like, well, hell yeah, that's like diamond dollars or actual. Dude, <laughs> he came in with diamond dollars. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody has fun this weekend. <laughs> now the craziest thing I saw at Wednesday was when a like a whole squadron of I don't even know what kind of people there were. But you know how the armory was right across the street? Yeah. Uh, there was a group of people. They were dressed in, like, black camo. Like, they had, like, green berets, but they were black. They were wearing on the side. They had their guns strapped, everything. They looked badass. All these guys, like, cut, ripped, or whatever, huge. And then they all just came to Wendy's and <laughs> ordered food inside and just took over the whole dining room. It was kind of crazy, kind of intimidating. It was pretty cool, though. Did you feel safe, though? I didn't feel unsafe when they were not there i mean it was just more than anything amusing like i was just thinking like i just wanted to ask him so many questions i was like hey what do you do where are you guys going why are you here like i just had so many questions but of course they're not gonna answer so why even bother them in a way yeah so i mean shout out to the forces shout out anybody in the military supporters oh by the way shout out to diamonds cabaret uh please sponsor us (laughs) (laughs) oh god uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, if we get sponsored by Diamonds, private member since 2015. I'm glad you're proud of it. <laughs> oh Jesus! I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth too. My dad's listening. <laughs> oh, probably cut. Hi, David's dad. Let's not cut this. No. Well, I mean, there's a lot of pauses. Should, I, mean, I just cut out the bosses, but right. yeah, we got to get sponsored by Diamonds. Okay. Yeah, Diamonds sponsor us, please. Diamonds Cabaret, Miamisburg, Ohio. <laughs> we'll come every weekend. We're gonna have a good time. Next what is time? it? It's free. It's free on Sundays, ain't it? Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's free on Sunday nights for members. What are you doing this Sunday? <laughs> Going to Diamonds. <laughs> I am not. I'm taking my stepbrother out for his 21st. Shout out to Jay Money. If two diamonds. Listening. Yes. Dude, no. I've got to. I've got to be up early Monday morning. I got to be up in like six hours, dude. It's fine. I, no, listen. Dude. Next week we'll do that. I used to be able to only sleep four hours a night. I cannot do that anymore. It's taking a toll. Going on. I think so. I mean, I can go in like six and a half, seven, and function just fine. But if I get a good eight, eight and a half, I feel better. See, I feel worse with eight and a half. Like being 22, if I have like four to five hours of sleep, I feel great the rest of the day. If I get nine hours, I feel fine. I mean, I, that's when I start feeling bad. Like, I'll wake up and I'm tired. Yeah. And then if I stay in bed, I'll get more tired. Mm-hmm. So, I think the sweet spot for me is between six and like six and eight. I think I'm right between like four and six hours right now. It's I- going to catch up with me, though. Yeah, high school, high school days were amazing. Seven hours is nice. Nah. Because if I get like eight or nine, I'm tired. And if I get less than that, I'm like dead. So. Do you guys usually, have you guys done uh, all-nighters? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. I haven't done one in about two years. Well, you guys be getting ready for uh, Vegas. Oh. (laughs) We got a room with two beds two queen beds and there's five people staying there because the goal is not to sleep of it's course it's to be the trap house the what the trap house i guess what does that mean i don't know rappers that's say. some in, uh, incriminating information dude okay we'll cut that part out <laughs> sponsor us or your local trap house <laughs> bollies <laughs> we're gonna be at bollies will you sponsor us please uh can we get a sponsorship from hakasan too 
By the uh, way, we are using Beats Solo 3 headphones. Dr. Dre, if you're listening. What else do we want to sponsor, sponsor us? Jägermeister? I'm a big fan of Jäger. Five fine. I don't know all that. <laughs> if the fine folks over in Germany who make the deer blood want to sponsor us, uh, I will drink Jaeger every weekend. You have my word. You know what? I don't think I've ever tried Jaeger. We'll, we'll try that in Vegas. Oh, that sounds like how, a, how you, a drunk how, podcast. Dude. How do you? Yeah, there you go. Well, let us know if you guys want to hear a drunk podcast. Probably a lot of... <laughs> Whether you want to hear it or not, we're going to get drunk on a podcast one time. Oh, yeah. I think once we get the video going, it'll be more interesting. A visual. Having a visual of all of us... Laying on the floor, passed out. Jägermeister is very good. Do you like like licorice? No, I actually don't. Like you probably licorice. won't like Jägermeister. Okay, oh, well, it well, tastes nothing sucks. like Jägermeister. I think I think <laughs> Jäger tastes like syrup. That's what Jäger reminds me of. It has the consistency of syrup. Yeah, like okay. it's not like a normal shot. Everybody says. It What's your guys' like favorite alcohol? Liquor? Yeah, liquor. Rum, Jäger, and then vodka in that order. My next one. What? My next one. Anything? No, I mean like. <laughs> My- Top to bottom, like I like what David did. Rank it top three. Like liquor. Yeah, if you had to be like, all right, I'm gonna get drunk tonight. Uh, uh, Jack Daniels, uh, Black Label, uh, probably Jagermeister, and then a uh, Jim Beam Devil Devil's Cut. Oh, I love that Jim Beam's Devil Cut. Yeah, I don't like uh, whiskey for some reason. For me, it's tequila, vodka, and rum. In I, that order. I hate tequila. I used to love... It gets you there. I mean, if yeah. if the goal for the night is to go out and get drunk, have a couple shots of tequila and you'll be good to go. Uh, Jose Cuervo used to be my drink. That was my drink of choice. But I would get angry on it. Whiskey oh, yeah. calms me down. I, I mean, feel it, like... It's the opposite for most people. But whiskey calms me down. Vodka and tequila make me want to go wild. I feel I like tequila and Jaeger have a very similar, like... Oh, when you drink one of these, you're going to get fucked up. And it's like, I think a lot of people subscribe to that notion. Uh, I do not like tequila. I refuse to drink tequila. It's disgusting in my book. That's um, what you're drinking on the Junk Podcast, then. We gotta, everybody has to have something they don't normally drink. Yeah, there we so go. So Hilario's drinking Jaeger. I'm drinking tequila. and uh, I'll go with vodka. I, re- I don't think I've drank vodka since I was like 17. Vodka is dude. literally a very... Ch- I, I feel like out, out of all the drinks or uh, liquors, it's vodka is very... Uh, mild, like that. Really? You can be you can be drinking that oh, yeah. like all night, I and like... you'll be at a very good spot. But if you take a shot of tequila, that'll take you from zero to twelve in a second. Now, if that's the purpose of the, if you're about to go out to the club and you don't want to spend outrageous prices, then yeah, take a shot before you go. But if you just want to have a chill night, maybe just get a beer. Apparently, beer. vodka sodas are very popular amongst the male population, like <clears throat> David. <clears throat> I like screwdrivers. Oh, screwdrivers! You turn me into those. those. Say what? Huh? What? <laughs> no, I like screwdrivers. Yeah. All those fruity yeah. vodka drinks, uh, fuzzy right. navels, sex on the beach, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I love those. I have nothing against that. Uh, Long Island tea. There's a bunch of liquor, right? Yes. What's 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 that made with? I don't know. Okay, a Long Island is tequila. Does it have tequila in it? Uh, I, don't I don't drink so. mixed drinks. Okay, I drink straight. I know a Long Island has whiskey vodka, gin, and I think some sort of uh, liqueur, I don't know what it is, and Coke. And it tastes exactly like I don't know, tea. Long Island tea, you cannot even taste the alcohol, and that's dangerous. Really? Yeah, it's, yes, it's, it's not a It's joke. a good drink. It literally tastes like really good tea with like, lime. I, I refuse lemon. to drink mixed drinks. The only the farthest I'll go with mixed drinks is just the Jack and Coke. I what about like rum and Coke? 
Well, yeah, like something in a Coke, but like I don't like all the fruity and all that. If I'm drinking, I want to taste the alcohol. I want to feel it burn. Yeah, I want to feel I'm drinking. I was out one night, and that's when I tried the Island, Long Island. Um, Long Island's are fantastic. I was with a group of friends from high school. I put my card down, and they all started ordering drinks from my card. At the end of the night, I had a $160 tab. But, uh, yeah, that was the last time I put my card down and had a tab open because uh, I learned my lesson. But... I mean, I gotta say, you cannot beat uh, a pina colada on the beach. So for a drink, sure. But oh my god, man! Never had a pina life. colada. I guess I'll drink tequila if it's in a pina the, colada. They are very good. Tequila is. I mean, a pina colada is not made no, with tequila. No, it's rum. That's yeah, it's right. Rum. It's white Bacardi rum. I knew I liked them. I was rum on the I beach. Love. Yeah, rum. I mean. They're the dark rum. It's like it's supposed to be like sipping. You oh, know, like I, I like darker liquor. I really don't like lighter liquor. Do well, that's like, for uh, mixed drinks. That's why. If you don't like mixed drinks, then obviously. Kraken. Kraken. The Kraken rum. I would love to get a sponsorship from the Kraken. I absolutely love the Kraken. It's 47.5% uh, dark rum. It's not spiced. It's dark rum. That and Coke is fantastic. All right. Uh, quick round drink of choice when you're out in the club dave mixed drink or beer mixed drink mixed drink screwdriver which for those who don't know is orange juice and vodka can't go wrong with that it's freaking delicious uh for mixed either jack and coke or jaeger bomb fuck i forgot about jaeger bombs okay i i a jaeger bomb That's you already locked in your answer you can't steal mine yeah david jaeger's my shit though you're copying <laughs> it's my shit what do you mean it's everybody's <laughs> shit i love jaeger Jägermeister, if you want to sponsor, I've been drinking your products since I was 16. I would love to. Again, I think we're not supposed to incriminate ourselves in this podcast, but... Uh, Allegedly. E- expo facto. <laughs> Allegedly. Expo facto. What does that mean? After uh, the fact? Yeah. All right, fine. What does that mean? That you can't incriminate yourself for something that happened before. You can, uh, not unless it's past the statute of limitation, which I don't know what it is for underage drinking. Could I get could I get in trouble for underage drinking when I'm 22? <laughs> no, because it can't be proven. I guess it doesn't matter what you know, it's <laughs> what you can prove in court. All right, so I'll stick with a screwdriver then. You can have a Jaeger bomb. What's yours, Hilario? Uh, if I'm trying to have a chill night, keep a butts going, but not get too crazy, rum and coke, or, uh, Jack, uh, no, rum and coke, Jack and coke, I mean, I'll, I'll have it if there's nothing else, but rum and coke, uh, but if I'm trying to have a good time, go crazy, uh, definitely, uh, uh, Red Bull Vodka, or Vodka Red Bull. Fuck, mm. I forgot about Red Bull Vodka. You locked in your answer, dude. Yeah, dude, I know I did, because I've been drinking screwdrivers since I was 21. Younger. <laughs> 21. Yes. Since last year. Dude, Red Bull Vodka became my drink of choice. Like, at first, it was screwdrivers. And then I realized Red Bull has caffeine in it, keeps you awake longer. I love a Red Bull mm-hmm. Vodka. Plus, all the different flavors of Red Bull. I love that. I got a lime Red Bull once, mixed it with vodka, and added a little bit of Rose's lime juice to it. It was so sweet and delicious. and mm. You can't go yeah. wrong with Red Bull. Can't go wrong with Red Bull. All right, guys. Well, let us know what's your uh, favorite drink of choice. And I think uh, this is a pretty good point to live it off at, uh, David. And we will try them at some point in the future. Well, we're going to Vegas, so if you want us to try something, uh, let us know so we can get it for free in Vegas, and uh, we'll let you know how it was. We're obviously going to get Vegas bombs in Vegas. Uh, I don't like uh, the liquor they make Vegas bombs with. Oh, he probably doesn't like Jaeger then. This would be cherry bombs. 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 You know what cherry bomb is? No. Just vodka and Red Bull. Cherry bombs it is. (laughs) All right, everybody.
Yeah, I think a uh, a topic that we could talk about next time is something that happened today. Is uh, Donald Trump declared a national emergency to get the funding for the wall? How yeah, that's actually what I that? wanted to talk about today. But I figured we keep it light today and keep it short for you guys, so we don't uh, overwhelm you with too many controversial topics. But that's a great topic to talk about. This could be very interesting for future presidents or just this future next couple next couple years. Absolutely. So let us know if anything else you got if there is anything else you guys want us to talk about. Again, check out all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram. Oh yeah, we have a Facebook by the way. Uh Instagram, Twitter. Uh we don't have a Snapchat, but I think we'll stick with uh, Instagram for now. If you want to follow us on our personal snaps, let us know and maybe we'll share them with you guys. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, and the links to the uh, Twitter and Instagram is at UnrulyCultureCO. Um, that's going to be the main channel where you can get all the updates for everything. Um, YouTube, it is UnrulyCulture. And I um, talked about the beginning of it, the gaming side of it. The Twitter and Instagram is at ItBeGameTimeCO. I-T-B-E-G-A-M-E-T-I-M-E-C-O is the handle on both. And the uh, channels, the uh, game time on YouTube, and they will all be linked together. Yeah, they'll all be linked on the description of whatever you're listening to this. Uh, check us out. I mean, we're starting. Anything you guys send us, if you see a funny meme, if you want us to talk about something, just let us know. Please send us memes. You can email us, too. Yeah, you can send us an email at unrulyculture.co at gmail.com. Simple, nice, and easy. On everything. Uh, we don't have a lot of... Uh, well, we have a lot of going on, but I'm sure we'll get around to answering anybody that wants to pitch in and let us know anything they would like to hear us talk about, or if they want us to check anything else here in Cincinnati, if there's anything Taco Truck Festival going on, hey, hit us up, we'll go and uh, have a cheat meal. Let us know your favorite liquors, and we will uh, mix some drinks. Absolutely. Yeah, We'll get Tyler we'll... to try some mixed drinks on live. Yeah, I'll try It'll yeah. be fun, and I'll finish him. <laughs> yeah, you don't think I can finish it? <laughs> well, if you don't want to. And we'll see. All right. Tune in next week for a lot of controversial topics, and uh, thank you for listening. Ooh, next week's going to be heavy. See you guys. Bye. Appreciate it.